What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. We hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I am Dom with the great man, Sauce, Ep75. Here we go. What is happening, Saucy? How are we, Dom? We are back again with another episode. Um, good to be back for another week. A uh, big week in sport. Or as usual, uh, we've got... Uh, you know, honourable mention, uh, the Aussies in the cricket today just uh, absolutely demolished the POM. So I'm just going to give that at the top of the show. Just bowled them out for a lazy 100, 112 runs or something. Just loved every second of it, let me tell you. Um, but other than that, uh, plenty flowing through in the world of sport. I've got the hoodie on, but I'm already getting a bit hot, I reckon. So uh, It's gone the hoodie. Hoodie mellow over here. Hoodie what mellow. Hoodie that's saucy. it, mate. That's it, mate. I'm, I'm high, especially after the Lakers win today and uh, got, some of the you guys, defense. You guys are shit. Some of the defense that I seen, this is this is the Lakers that I know, the, the championship yeah. Lakers that, yeah. that, you know, we – that Doma, if they play that defense, they're, they're always within a chance, mate. They are. We will talk to about them when we get to them at the top of the show here. But first, James is in. How are you going, James? Adam's in. Whoever else is in watching, welcome. Let's go. NBA, Eastern Conference, Brooklyn on top, Chicago equal with them, 17 wins. Uh, Four-game win streak for the Bulls, Bucks on a two-game win streak in third. The Heat lost two straight. And I'm concerned. This is where we're going to stop first, Sauce. Uh, I'm very concerned. Jimmy Bucket's hurt. Bam Adebayo is out for four to six weeks. Um, not not great for Heat fans out there, including myself. Uh, Matty, what's happening? Big uh, grunt dad from uh, South Korea. Love it, man. Good to I have you on, mate. I love it. I just, you know what I, you know, you know what I expect. Like I, I just, I just picture our faces up on the big screens in South Korea in the city, in the city center source, <laughs> and all of them are looking at us like, "Who the hell are these two idiots?" <laughs> They're loving it, but we're we're in a bit of strife. The heat source. Uh, Speak to me, Doma. Speak to me. Uh, injuries, obviously hitting. Um, Tyler Hero still performing. I, I seen him the other day. He's still with he's you know, twenty four points off the bench as well um, in, in the previous game. But, yeah, look, it's going to be a really tough patch. you just got to stick there, stick roundabouts, get these guys back and, and make a push for it. I don't think it's uh, all so bad because you have had a pretty good start to the season, um, So, which is one positive. It definitely is. I uh, just want to get those guys back uh, clearly, our stars. Uh, Tyler Harris is balling, absolutely balling, still putting up good numbers. So, it's good signs, even when he's moving into the uh, starting rotation. So we'll see how that goes there. Source Washington is up next in fifth. They've lost three straight. Philly in sixth uh, on a two-game win streak. And Beat has just been absolutely dominating. He put up like 43 the other day. Um, yeah, we know that's what he can do. And I mean, this Philly side, I think... Even without Ben Simmons out there, they're probably you know top four contenders in the East there. Um, albeit Embiid, you know, stays fit. Uh, they did struggle a little bit without him, um, but yeah. When he's just when I, I, he's I, I, on I, their source, as a big fella, Embiid, how good is he? Um, 
yeah, he's the best. I mean, he's the best big guy since Shaq. Let's let's be honest. But I, I get frustrated with him because he's got much better touch and obviously jump shot. And you know, you need to have that in today's game. Let's let's not be brute, um, beat around the bush. Sorry, but. I get frustrated with him because sometimes he doesn't throw his weight around, but when he's playing the way he was the, the other day and, you know, getting to the line uh, as easily as he was, uh, he's just unstoppable. Yeah, he's literally unstoppable. But in saying that, you know, they're sitting in sixth. I, 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 I really don't see them uh, doing much this season. I mean, they, they're going to make a playoff run, but could I confidently say that they're going to win the East? No. Are they there with a handful of teams? Yeah, probably, probably. Um, you know, Brooklyn is proving to be leaps and bounds above better than anyone in, in that East. I mean, uh, bulls are sticking with them at the moment, but we'll see, we'll see how that pans out over the next 20 games. Oh, um, no. look, look, look what James has just sent through. Oh no. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> well, uh, James. We have we're, seen James. We have seen, seen the account not, on Instagram. We're not. We we're have not seen the account. We're not and talking it's, about. It's pretty funny. I just look. I laugh. Um, look, anyone who's listened to this show for a long time, and I've even said it on this show uh, uh, once before. Uh, I used to watch his content. I'm not going to lie. I used to watch his content when I'm. You know, I got into the hobby. He was one of the. You know, the the main people around. I think at the time, you know, he didn't have the the following that that he has now. But um. He was saying to invest in Lonzo Ball, and as soon as he said that, man, I just stopped watching. Um, so, you know, like at the end of the day, you you, you got to do what you want to do. Um, to the people that followed him religiously, I mean, it's your own. Hopefully, fault, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. That's yeah. He, he is a. Um, we did speak about this with someone recently. Actually, we spoke about Jeff. Um, just. That like his content creation is just unbelievable, but yeah, it, it is, is just it's yeah. phenomenal. On the production that behind it all is just fuck. It is actually unreal. Yeah, he, yeah, he owns uh, five five three two. I think it's called five three two yeah, or something. I think so. Media yeah. media company, um, something along those lines. So you know he he's got he, he's from that space. Um, yeah, I know, I know, I know, but it's the way that like builds that. that content too. Yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. You gotta have, yeah, the way that you you build it and you sell it as well. It's pretty good. Anyway, enough on that bloke because uh, we're here for double coverage, not for a big hello. We're here for a big Lamont. That's how we do it here on this show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next up in seventh, we got Charlotte. Uh, in eighth, we got the Cleveland Cavaliers. And uh, in all honesty, guess who's been balling out source? Mobley's been okay since coming back from injury, but Darius Garland is putting on a clinic. Yeah. His uh, cards went to the shitter. It literally went to the shitter source and could have bought him real, real cheap. Real cheap. Like $4.50 cheap. I think some people were picking up his PSA 9s at one stage for like 12 bucks. Yeah. PSA 10s for like 30 bucks, 25 yeah. bucks. Now he's yeah, he's just balling out. I reckon he's a good player. He was you got to remember he was a, a fourth pick. Is he fourth pick in the NBA draft? So number no, four pick. No. I don't think so, Dom. I think you're well misinformed there. Um we'll look it up. Keep going through. Let's see. No, I'm on. I'm Darius Carl. Okay. He, he was pick 5. Know. 
Fuck. Oh, I was close enough, mate. I'm not fucking Pick misinformed over here. I'm misinformed by one spot. Don't worry about me, mate. I was watching that drive. There we go. I, I, to be honest, I thought it was a second rounder, so I was waiting. Nah. Up, but hey, no. at the end of the day, I'm st I'm still correct because I did say you're misinformed. You were off the spot. Grunt Dad Sportscar says 76 have a wild cup up, up their sleeve, which Ben Simmons potentially trained him for a piece that puts them above the nets. No one's taking him. So no, no, just no one's taking no that one's contract. Taking no, no just, the, the contract is horrendous. Uh, James said with Sexton now, he's taking the opportunity fully. He definitely is. Next up, we got Atlanta in ninth, Boston in 10th. The Knicks, what a fall from grace. Uh, 500 source. They're a 500 team, 12 and 12. They started off like a house on fire. Everything's just been happening over in uh, New York City. Uh, Kemba Walker's been moved to the bench. Now, he has he can't get a spot in the rotation. He's the big signing over the break. It's all just gone to absolute shittery over in uh, New York. Joel, what's happening, bro? Um, it's just gone downhill for Kemba. And funnily enough, Sauce, funnily enough, I'm not saying that uh, you and I... Oh, you lemon. <laughs> Get rid of that. Yeah, there you is, big Kemba. At least you had toilet paper when there was a shortage during lockdown. Big Kemba. Jesus. Nah, mate, this is... I Listen, didn't even buy this card. No. I didn't even buy this card. I didn't even buy this card. All right? Listen, so just for the record. Yeah, but that's okay. Listen to me. Yeah? Because... It's a coaster. It's a coaster now. Yeah. It's, at least it's a protected coaster. It'd be nice. It's like, I've got some coasters here too, Ben I'll tell you what. That's going to be my plan. That's going to be a plan when I... When I uh, you know, get my own humble abode. I'm just gonna get a whole bunch of PSA slabs and just use them as coasters because there'll be that many around. Oh, that be worth it's, it's not, we're not trying to say PSA is crap. We're just no, trying no, to we're say not. We're not. We're just, just saying they're so cheap. You can go buy like Le Mans and just put them as coasters on your in, or, oh, yeah. and around your house. But the Knicks have lost it, and funnily enough, source with Kemper Walker. Oh, it's funny. It's funny. I, I don't know. I like. We're the type of guys, yeah, we're not going to go back and clip old clips and say this was the timestamp and, you know, we said this 12 months ago. We said this, you know, eight months ago. I mean, it's like, I feel like we, we should do it, that we sometimes it. because we, we, we probably we should. Do say stuff, we do say stuff pretty early. Yeah, uh, the only time, let's be honest, the only time I'm doing that is when I'm cutting uh, all the times you try to pronounce UFC names and turning it into one video. <laughs> we, should, we should do a super cut. I'll tell you what. so funny. We should do It'd a be super so cut. Funny. But yeah, a super cut of that and every time you said Le Mans, just have it just recurring. Le Mans, Le Mans, just you going crazy. All the but, different variations. But, uh, uh, I started James to hit higher pitches now these days. Yeah, I've no, been practicing. Yeah. Uh, James says Kemba is a full-time all-star. Joel says, doesn't matter who they sign, Nick's are going to Nick. Yeah, James, no, I agree what you're saying with his a full-time All-Star. But Sauce and I came on this show when he was hurt again, like uh, just before he got hurt with um, Boston. And we said, he's got bad knees. He gets injured again with his knee. He's finished. Yeah, he got injured with his knee. He came back. We literally watched three games. We watched him play three games. And we just said to each other, uh, yeah, he's he's done. He actually is finished. And I said, whoever takes on this contract or if Boston keeps him, like I think it would be a mistake. He's not what he was before prior to the knee injuries. And he's not. He's not. And he's undersized too, source. Like Yeah. 
I'm sorry. No, like, I, I, I agree. I, 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 him, think... I respect. I respect him because you know I say I respect him, yeah, because he's just he's been so driven to get back out on the court because of injury. You know, he's driven because he's an undersized guard. You know, he's a small player. He's not like massive. He'd probably be a yeah, little no, bit taller just... than Chris Paul. You know what I mean? So. To go, like to, I respect those players that go out there and they ball out and they dominate against uh, big guys. But he's just with the injuries. The injuries have hurt him, really, really hurt him. And it's a shame because he had all the potential in the world and he had some big games. He went through patches in his career where offensively he was just so dominant, and then his body's just failed him. Like and that and James like that that four time All Star appearance for him is off the back of that great potential, but he's just, yeah, he's struggling so much. Yeah, he's absolutely struggling. It, it, it is sad to see. Uh, next up, we've got Toronto in 12th, Indiana in 13th. Funnily enough, Indiana Source, they want to blow up the team now. They want to get rid of Turner. They want to get rid of Karis LeVert. Mate, they had the, the opportunity to send Turner to Boston for picks and stuff. And they didn't want to do it. And now they want to get rid of him. And oh, I don't know what's going over there in Indiana. Uh, Orlando in 14th uh, and 15th is Detroit. Over to the West, Golden State and Phoenix, both eight, uh, 20 and 4, just dominating, absolutely dominating. Um, Phoenix ended up having 18 wins in a row source. And then Golden State was the team, rightfully so, that broke that streak after Phoenix beat them a couple games beforehand. Uh, just your thoughts on these two teams again. Just touch on him quickly. Uh, you know, leaps and bounds above the rest of the teams in in the West. Well, I mean, at this point, uh, let's be honest. Um, Golden State, the way they're playing is just the Golden State of old. The way they're moving the ball, uh, a lot of off the ball motion. Um, you know, passes flying around. It's it's very, very entertaining to watch. So um, if you haven't caught any games this season, definitely catch a few. And, um, I mean, you always want to watch the chef because at any moment he could just uh, start, you know, cooking up a storm. So it's both those teams, as I've mentioned last week, I think both those teams will be there right at the end of the season. Um, it'll be interesting to see when Clay comes back, when Wiseman comes back, whether they start using Wiseman in the rotation yeah. um, or uh, obviously Clay will get in there, but just, you know, how he's incorporated back into the team and, and what they do with the minutes to the other guys, because, you know, other guys there have been stepping up, obviously Jordan Poole, um, you know, Toscano as well, uh, Gary Payton, uh, Junior. This, this guy here, eight threes, Wiggins. Oh, Matty, I was surprised. But, you know, Saucy put the belief in him when he went there. He went and bought a whole bunch of his Mate, I should cards. go. I've got a whole stack of Wiggins cards. So you're telling me, Matty, I should get my Wiggins cards and list that shit up on eBay because I've probably got about – I got. I think I've got about 12 prisons sitting around somewhere, base prisons of uh, Andrew Wiggins. So I might have to, I remember might have to what, get them out that, that was, was a, a play one day. It was a saucy, saucy. smoky. It was a saucy smoky. I don't. I still. I still. I still reckon it's a good play, and I've still held my Wiggins cards. And I sold one graded at BGS nine point five. I didn't take an L. I actually made profit on that card from when I gave the smoky, and I still have about ten base prisms, ten twelve base prisms, and I'm in those at about twenty dollars each. So I don't know if they're really going to be worth that much now. But if they do make a run, 
maybe at the start of the playoffs, I might be able to make my money back. Um, but yeah, I did buy those probably not at the best time of the market. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That's why I got out of the BGS 9.5 so I could yeah, get some of the, recoup some of the funds. Uh, James says the hobby doesn't like Wiggins. It's true. It's probably because he's Canadian. Uh, Grunt Dad says he has, uh, I have a trio of nice Wiggins RCs also all BGS 9.5s. Very, very nice. Next up, we go Utah. Uh, then we got Saucy's second favorite team, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies on a five-game win streak. No jar, no worries. They're playing well. They're balling out. They're well. Desmond Bain stepping up. Jaron Jackson stepped up and, and you know, played much better. Uh, is uh, you know, hasn't dominated and gone 25 points a game, but they've shared the load around. Um, I mean, it's good. It's good showing more more maturity because not for anything. When they uh, John Morant was out last season when he got injured, um, they struggled. So to you know be able to put the wins together, hold the fort down till John Morant comes back, um, and then you know get him back on board. But I mean, there's still a lot to play out, uh, and they are still only you know three games clear of slipping out. So uh, plenty more to go, but um, hopefully the Grizzlies can stick in there. 100%. And, yeah, they gave a beat down to Oklahoma. Uh, Grunt there, they smashed the crap out of him. Yeah, uh, that, that, was, that was ugly. That was ugly. Clippers in We're going to end – we'll end on your mob source, all right? Uh, they're in sixth. Uh, Dallas is seventh. Denver eighth. Minnesota ninth. Portland tenth. Uh, How's Dame Dollar won a $113 million contract over two years? It would have made him in 2027, Source. He would have been getting paid $57 million for a season. And he would have been 36. <laughs> he's lost the plot. He's, he's genuinely lost it. Uh, Sacramento uh, in 11, San Antonio in 12th. Houston is on a six-game win streak. Uh, they're in 13th now, Oklahoma 14th, and New Orleans in 15th. Brandon Ingram played pretty well the other day. Uh, Zion, some soreness in that uh, repaired foot, and he look, looks like he's been sl- sidelined again. Unconfirmed return date for Big Z. So we don't uh, really need to go. Yeah. Just, just uh, I know, well, I'm go fortunate about Zion. Unfortunately, yeah, about Zion. It's, but, yeah, it's um, good. Just keep buying him then. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I did, I did see a post out today, one bloke uh, looking for Zion cards. So I'm not too worried. Uh, he will come back. Uh, there was a funny image of him in a, in a red tracksuit that uh, popped yeah, out. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, it look, I'm not going to lie. It, it didn't look too good. Uh, he does look like he's uh, – he doesn't look any slimmer. That's, that's a couple thing. COVID kgs. That's all right. We all put it on during that time. A couple of extra Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> Doma. Uh, mate, I would be absolutely appalled if Portland gave him that contract because, I mean, if you have a look at his stats from this season, uh, he's actually averaging 21.5 points a game, which is his lowest since 2014. And then he's also shooting 30% from three, which is his lowest ever percentage in his whole career. And he's, he's starting to get injured. Uh, James, the funny thing is um, that's what Dame requested. Portland didn't offer that. He actually wants that. <laughs> That's the difference. Portland's not signing that. They uh, would sooner trade him than uh, 
give him that deal. A lot of stuff happening over there. Uh, pretty disgruntled by the looks of things at that franchise. They've just regressed completely. They've just been horrendous. Uh, let's finish up on your mob source, the Lakers. Uh, give us a rundown. You got Mr. LaFalse positive James back in the team after his COVID layaway. Um, yeah. Um, you happy? Yeah. Better signs. Better, better signs yeah. I'm seeing in the last few games, um, albeit, uh, you know, we've won uh, three of our last four, three of our last four, albeit two against the Pistons and the Kings, who they're still shit, let's be honest. Um, they were doing all right earlier in the season, but no, let's be honest, guys. They're, they're not going to do anything this season. Again, another Sacramento wasted season. Um, but, you know, we kept them to 92 points. We get uh, Pistons to 106 points. We uh, kept Celtics today to 102 points, which was a very good uh, defensive performance. Um, the Clippers did beat us over the weekend, uh, but uh, we played pretty well in that game. No LeBron. Um so, you know, that's that's always a, a struggle. Uh, Westbrook has been stepping up. And not for anything. I'm you know, just going to put this out there. We would probably be struggling without if we didn't have Westbrook and we had, we're all relying on AD to carry the team this season. Uh, I mean, with LeBron being out and injured and we had to rely on AD, I'm not going to lie, we would probably have a worse record. Not a probably, Disney. we would. Um, a, a Disney. Oh man, he's he's been pretty average. He's been pretty average. He, he doesn't want to shoot threes because he's shooting it at a something ridiculous like sixteen percent. It's horrendous. <laughs> I just love it. Maddie's right. Kareem not happy with LBJ. Goats don't dance. I just, I, I just. No, I love, love the same Casal dance. Shit. I love this shit. Kareem's just not happy because LeBron's going to pass him in points, and no one's going to look at Kareem as any anything but the second greatest scorer in the history of the sport. <laughs> That's pretty much why what's going to happen. Let's be honest. But, uh, it's going to get to a point. In, it's going to get, huh? He came out today and put up thirty. So you know, ah, don't worry about LeBron. Who cares? They could the Lakers could be shit for all I care. Ah, I'm not bothered. They'll just waltz their they'll waltz their their ass into the Western Conference Finals, mate. Just I know, even that you know we said this last year, and then they got <laughs> they got bounced in the first round by Phoenix. Nah, no, we got to improve. We're, we're the way we we got to improve, but it starts on defense, and we've done that in the last few games. We got to keep it going. Um, and Look. as much as AD has been struggling, there are things that he can do on the court, like you know, stepping uh, today, stepping in and taking charges, blocks, uh, and and be more of a you know beast on the offensive boards and just hustle plays. I mean, his shots not falling from outside, so you got to get in there and just bang it around a bit, mate. You just you just blow on Anthony Davis, mate, and he he gets injured. You can't tell him to take a charge. He did today. You snap, you snap in half. You'll be out for a week. You'll miss like five games if he t- starts taking charges. Oh, he's got to oh, do God. something, mate, because he, his shots aren't falling. <laughs> like, Lakers will be fine. I just love bagging sores and saying they're shit, but they'll be perfectly fine. You got If you've got the, a top five like player in the league on your team and arguably probably the greatest player to ever play the sport, on your team, uh, you're never out. Don't like, don't ever rule that team out of anything. That's that's all I'm saying. So, 
AD is pretty good at Grand Theft Auto, says James. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Anything that's got uh, not not anything that's non-contact is a gun app. So playing games, not sport. <laughs> so anyway, let's go to the season leaders. Durant, 28.4 points per game. Curry, 27.7. Giannis, 27.6. DeMar DeRozan, who's in COVID protocol, 26.4. Trey Young, 26.3. On to the rebounds, Rudy Gobert, 14.7. Jokic, 13.5. Clint Capella, 12.7. Sabonis and Valanciunas, both on 12. And on the assist, Chris Paul, 10.1. Harden, 9.6. Trey Young, 9.4. Westbrook, 8.7. And Luca the Don, 8.5. All right, Sauce. That's it for the basketball. On to some uh, football of the round ball style. Uh, we should probably give a bit of an update on that. Sauce and I are going to be pretty much appearing on Soccer Card Collective uh, for the next few weeks. Uh, we're just going to be filling in for, for Dan, for Azura at, at this uh, point in time. So we're just going to be floating in and out. Uh, and we're going to be giving a lot of our soccer takes on there. So we may hold off on a bit of soccer on this podcast unless old Ralphie Ragnick does something Lamonish or if Fred kicks some wonder goal sauce, then we could talk about Alfredo. He's the heart and soul of the of the club now. I love him. He's your best player. Stop it. Just stop it. Anyway, Saturday we have West Ham defeating uh, Chelsea 3-2. Watford losing to City 3-1. Liverpool defeating Wolves 1-0. Uh, 1-1 draw with Southampton and Brighton. 1-0 win for Newcastle over Burnley. We had Villa defeating Leicester 2-1. Spurs over Norwich 3-0. Alfredo 1. Crystal Palace 0. 2-2 leads Brentford and Everton defeated Arsenal 2-1. Can you please give a reaction to this? Because it looked like, oh, you're in a good good spot and then Richarlison scores and then Damari Gray with the screamer. And it was, uh, see you later. Good night, Irene, as they say. Don't know. Don't know. Forgot the game was on. Woke up, seen the score. 2-1 was like uh, typical Arsenal. You know, evident struggling. Having one in eight, but yeah, that's all right. Come up against Arsenal, two one. So yeah, it's where we're at. It's where we're at as a club, mate. It's where we're at. Up, up, and brilliant for five weeks, and just the average for for a week, two games, and you know we'll probably come out and put in a good, good performance in the next game. But yeah, what are we gonna do this season? If you ain't winning the title, what are you doing, right? So I don't well, get excited. You got to still try and make Champions League. Yeah, we're going to try and make Champions League. Yes, I know that. You're not um, going to get there now because uh, this United's got a pretty decent run. I actually looked at the fixture source, and I'm like, not being arrogant, yeah, because you know how we had that really hard stretch, and yeah. I said we wouldn't win anything. Like we just we'd be outside. Well, Arsenal will be on top of us. I was right. But then I looked at the uh, stretch now, and it is that easy. Out of the 11 games, one being Crystal Palace, which we have won that game now. So in the next 10 games, the hardest team we play is West Ham. We should literally have 30 points out of 10 games. I looked at it, and it's like Norwich and Watford and um, Wolves and Brighton and Teams that you should just beat. 
You should just beat them any given day. Newcastle's in there as well. I think, again, we'll smack them. All right, on to Champions League. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain, 4-1 over Club Brugge. Good to see Messi got pissed off that uh, <laughs> Alfredo had more goals than him, so he decided to kick two this morning. Uh, Mbappe <laughs> also on the score sheet there. Leipzig defeated Man City 2-1. Ajax 4-2 over Sporting. Borussia Dortmund knocked out Source. 5-0 win over Bejiktas, but they needed to kick seven goals in this game to come close to qualifying. Uh, they kicked five. They got knocked out. Haaland kicked two in this game. Atletico 3-1 over Porto. Liverpool uh, 2-1 over Milan. Real Madrid defeated Inter 2-1, uh, 2-0 and Shakhtar Donetsk and Sheriff 1-1. Tomorrow's games are Juventus, Malmo, P- St. Petersburg, Chelsea, Atalanta, Villarreal, Bayern Munich, Barca, Benfica, Dinamo Kiev, Manchester United, Young Boys, Salzburg, Sevilla, Wolfsburg, Lille, and I think there's one more. No, that's all the games. Bang, done. J- James, at one point... I- I thought Dortmund were going to do it. It's, uh, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, that's why I, you, you got to have consistency. Um, nah, throughout source, the group no, 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 no. I'm actually going to be honest and I'm going to come out and say this. On the record, if they had Haaland the whole time, they would have easily qualified. Yeah, they probably would have. As, it sounds ridiculous, yeah? Like, this is the guy we said, oh, it doesn't all revolve around him. But since he's come back, it does. And he's actually that good. He's good. He's he's actually unreal. It's all well and true to just uh, do what he did against, um, you know, against Bundesliga teams. But what he did against Bayern Munich when they played them during the week, like, it just shows he's a gun. He's not playing against spuds when he's playing against Bayern Munich. He's just dominant. He's very, very good. Uh, all right, that's it for the EPL and Champions League. Saucy, F1, last race of the season. I'm going to give this one to you because you were up and about while we watched this race uh, on Monday morning. So give us a bit of a rundown. Ladies and gents, we were up 4.30 in the morning. Uh, we had the stream going. We've got one stream if you can tune in this week it is the biggest race the biggest race to decide a title from modern history let's be honest there's 100 it's, it's equal points it's equal points you can't get any closer than this. And a half. this is the the ultimate of the sport this is what we wanted we you know i was screaming for it after the last two seasons where we just seen an absolute uh, whitewash by hamilton and the mercedes team um, and Red Bull and Verstappen has been, you know, an, a valiant challenger. And, well, he might win the title. So we'll have to see this weekend. But, Doma, it was a huge, huge uh, race. There was some crazy, crazy stuff that went on. Uh, I was losing my shit at one point. I was losing my shit. Um, but ultimately, a very, very good race. And a, a lot of tactics, um, you know, played out. Um the two at the top. Uh, let me just tell you, I'm getting some Schumacher-esque vibes about Verstappen. I was what I was watching the way he was driving on the weekend, and the way he was just brazen 
and just didn't give a shit. It was all about winning. I was flashing back to the Netflix doco when they were showing him uh, Schumacher against Raikkonen and just how brazen he was, uh, you know, and uh, he just didn't give a shit. And I, I was getting that. I was getting that uh, sense from Verstappen. I loved every second of it. I loved every second of it. But I it didn't... was ultimate. It was a good drive by Hamilton. Very good drive. I did not expect you um, to actually compare him to Schumacher. I did not expect you to do that at all. Um, it was against, uh, I think you said Raikkonen, but I know what you meant. You meant Hakkinen. I know exactly Hakkinen. what you meant. But That's right. yeah, but uh, 100%. He's, he's actually got, he's got the most balls out there by a mile. As reckless as it is, at times, which we saw during this race where he pretty much gave Lewis Hamilton a brake test and made him crash into the back of him. He's a nutcase. The guy's he's actually crazy. He's got, he's, and you know me, I love Dutch guys. Uh, when it comes to soccer, I love Dutch players. I don't know what it is. I got this fascination with, with Dutch people. Uh, Tiesto, he's Dutch. You know, bloody Frankie de Jong. Uh, Max Verstappen. <laughs> I don't know so what up. it is, bro. I don't know what it is, but I love him. He's just in that case. Everyone's like, oh, he's arrogant. Oh, mate, like they got this. the Disneyland for adults as well there, Amsterdam. Yeah, so, mate, exactly. it's better all around. <laughs> mate, Max Verstappen, he's just as crazy as they get. And when you put him in a car with four wheels, he gets even crazier. Uh, but I love it. He's he's so determined to win this title. Um if I'm giving a prediction, uh, unfortunately, Hamilton's going to win it. Um, and it is going to go down as probably his greatest championship ever. And I'm just telling you the, the events of what's going to happen. So he's going to win it. He'll win the title. It's He actually wins eight. He has the outright most world championships ever in Formula One. Because uh, this will be the greatest known, like the greatest season source. Uh, well, greatest championship he's ever won. And because so many more eyes are on this sport now than ever before because the documentary. And people only know Lewis Hamilton to be the GOAT, pretty much. They don't really factor in like Senna and Schumacher and guys like that. Uh, he'll win it. They will say he's the outright GOAT. And we're going to be playing LeBron James, Michael Jordan argument time for the rest of our lives. That's pretty much the way it's going to work with um, Schumacher and Hamilton. Because uh, uh, unfortunately, not a lot of people who've watched the sport, they don't understand the, where the cars came from with Schumacher. They don't understand the fact that they put George Russell into the same car as Hamilton. Uh, well, they put George Hamilton into Hamilton, George Russell into Hamilton's car last season. And he was up by literally 35 seconds in that race. And the pit stop screwed him over. I know Saucy was not too happy about that when the... But, but the whole thing was like everyone kept saying, oh, he was only winning races by 35, 40 seconds because he's the best driver. No, well, no, they had the best car. And that was proven when George Russell came from the shittest team into the best team, and he almost won the Grand Prix. So <laughs> besides the point, uh, I'd, I'd, so like George I said, the best driver. <laughs> yeah, when he's in Hamilton's car. But in saying that, I, I gave Lewis credit last week or the week before, and – I'm not saying by all means he's not a bad driver at all. Not a bad driver. Uh, he did what he had to do in the situation that he had to do it, and that happened to be Mercedes was the best car, you know, and then that's it. So it is what it is. He's going to win his eighth world championship, as that's my prediction, and uh, the rest will be history. Every other person in the history of the sport will be an afterthought. 
He's a psychopath, Adam. Adam, Tell he's me a how psychopath. Max gets a, a driver of the day. That bloke is liability on wheels. Honestly, he's actually a bad driver. No, he's just brazen, and he's just he doesn't give a rat's ass, and he wants to win. I I think win that's at all what costs. I get. Win at he's, all costs. He's uh, Cobra Kai. He, you have to be a nutcase <laughs> to jump in a, a moving vehicle that's going over three hundred k's an hour. So I mean, you're already a nutcase. Let's be honest. So uh, he's, he's got to take it that <laughs> next level. Especially, he's, to, you know, mate, he's, the Johnny La- he's the Johnny Lawrence of F1, mate. Sweep the leg on Daniel LaRusso, who is Lewis Hamilton, and he's just like, I'm going to break his, like, kneecap. He goes, I don't give a shit. I'll break. I'll let him smash into my car. I'll run him off the track. It's actually entertaining. You can't say it's not entertaining. And the fact that all of this, all 22 races, are going to be put into Drive to Survive Source. This season has been off its head. It has genuinely been off its head. And Netflix is just going around going, (laughs) they are loving it. They are absolutely loving it. Um, The other thing is constructors, it's 587.5 to 559.5 Mercedes over Red Bull. So they're pretty much sorted sorted if both um, Mercedes finish in the top three. Uh, next week is oh, this week. Sorry, not next week. This week is the final race of the season. It is in Abu Dhabi, midnight. So Monday morning, twelve a.m. We're on last we're on. show. We expect to be just going off our head. Uh, we're going to yeah, try we're and get the crew back. I know that it's been very early. They've been back at work. So if we can get the crew crew back on for that one. Try and get Lukey, Cristiano, try and get uh, Azura on there as well. And we'll just have a, a nice watch party to end the season uh, for Formula One, which has been a very, very exciting 2021 season. Uh, Global, don't stress, mate. You're a legend. Uh, never fear, you are here. That's all that matters. Uh, Adam, you couldn't script it better. Global says that race was absolutely insane. And we. Made absolutely all time worth getting up a three. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, Global <laughs> is there. Uh, we are. We have got a few screws loose over here at double coverage. <laughs> I can tell you that much. <laughs> I roll into. I literally roll into work source, and my boss goes, "Oh, you got off for the Grand Prix, didn't you?" And I said, "Yep, one hundred percent, I did." All right. Next up, UFC source. Give us a rundown. What's happened? Yeah. How could you not, mate? It was an unbelievable race. It was, it was well worth it. All right. Doma, UFC. It was UFC Fight Night. Font versus Aldo. Going to run through the main card. You had Alex Morono defeating Mickey Gall in the welterweight division. Then you had Brendan Allen with that, uh, defeated by Chris Curtis. Uh, KO in the second round in the middleweight division. Lightweight division, Clay Guida submission in the second round against Leandro Santos. Uh, light heavyweight, uh, watch this fight. Uh, Jamal Hill knocked Jimmy Crute to another dimension. Uh, he was not seeing much. Uh, it was a straight, it was a, it was, it wasn't unlucky. Jimmy Crute, I watched the fight. It only went for one minute. So, you know, that's why I say I watched it because it went for a total of one minute. Um, less than that. For, went for a total of 48 seconds. Let's let's get that bang on. But, you know, in the fight, Jimmy Crute, he was, he was sort of 
he got caught probably just, just before that with a similar punch. Wasn't quite as bad. And then he went back in and, and he was throwing a lot of kicks early. And then, you know, the way he was just sort of uh, throwing those kicks, I think Jamal Hill had um, caught the timing of it. And um, he slipped out as uh, Jimmy Crute uh, tried to go in and uh, throw throw something and just caught him straight uh, right hook on the button. Good night, uh, Jimmy Crute. So not good for the Aussie. He's still young. He'll be back. Uh, but Jamal Hill, that's that's a big win. And he called out some some big names, uh, Johnny Walker uh, and uh, Paulo Costa, who's supposed to be heading to the light heavyweight division. So, um, you know, potential big fight for, for Jamal Hill coming up, which will be fun to watch. Uh, lightweight division, you had Bran Riddell defeated by Rafael Viziv. And ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen this knockout, go find a clip on the realms of the internet and uh, watch this one. It's an absolute ripper. It's a spinning back kick straight to the bonce, and it's good night. Uh, it was one of the most bizarre knockouts I've ever seen. It was a spinning kick, but when he hit him, he was right up against the fence. So he got knocked out, but he was leaning against the fence, and his eyes were just – you could just see he wasn't there. And he's like trying to like trying to move, trying to do something, but he's just stuck leaning up the vent. He's pretty much knocked out standing up because he got stuck cool. leaning against the fence. And the guy, as the guy came in to throw more punches, the ref just seen he was just not there he just stepped yeah. in front. And you know, perfect stoppage by the ref because uh, you know, if you landed, could have just let yeah, it could have got pretty bad. So, but it was a very good knockout. And then the main event, uh. Uh, Jose Aldo defeated um, Rob Font, fifth-round decision. Um, now, look, arguably a little bit tough done by uh, Rob Font. I'll bring up the uh, the fight statistics here, official from um, the ESPN website. And, I mean, if you have a look, total strikes thrown, 172 to... 350 for Rob Font. He landed 193 compared to Jose Aldo's 96. Uh, significant strikes. He's landed more significant strikes, more hits to the bo- hits to the body. He's even hit him with a takedown. Um, he's even hit him with a takedown. I think it had more to do with that. You know, he had more potential control in the fight. Um, but I mean, he could have potentially... dominated him everywhere. Yeah. So it's just an interesting one. Um, the judges viewed it. In, in the decision of uh, Jose Aldo. Um, I'm not going to comment. Um, I didn't actually catch that fight, so I'm, I can't actually say, but all I did was look at the stats and go, because I thought um, Font probably would win this fight. That was my, my pick before the fight, so when I was seeing the card. So I was interested to see that, oh, that Jose Aldo had got the win. There's the whole card there, ladies and gents. But, yeah, I'll have to maybe go back and review that one. But just yeah. I just always look at the stats and, you know, if I see something that doesn't seem right, because you, you don't usually see that, especially when a guy's thrown nearly double the amount of significant strikes um, and, and landed um, double the amount. It's generally they come out on top unless it's, you know, it's it's gone to the ground. You know, it's a, it's gone to yeah. the ground in a five-round fight and he's maybe had yeah. two, two rounds of control that, you know, he was able to top mount and get two rounds of control, and maybe that's what won him the fight. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but, yeah, 
Yeah, interesting one. But Doma, don't Here worry about go. that card. Here this we is go. Where the action really is this Sunday. Make sure you tune in. It's going to be an absolute pillar. UFC 269. If you don't mind, uh, Bantamweight, Raul Payev against Sean Sugar O'Malley. He's back in action. Sugar O'Malley's back in action. If you've got Sugar Sean O'Malley cards, get them listed on eBay before this Sunday because I tell you what, uh, he'll knock this guy be, out. He's going to be um, hitting the fadeaway again, Source. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm confident in in my boy uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, so uh, I think he'll get the win. And then Kai Kara Francis against Cody uh, Gabrant in the flyweight Uh Kaikara Francis, I think that's the uh, New Zealander. Uh, so hopefully he can get the the chocolates. And then welterweight division, Jeff Neal against Santiago Ponzinibbio. That was a that was pretty good. I'm happy with that. And then um, <laughs> woman banter. Well, you gave me stick before, so I was like, oh, this is this looks like one that's going to stop me, but I absolutely pulled it out. Uh, Women banterweight, you got Amanda the Lioness Nunes against. Juliana Penner, uh, Juliana Penner, good night. You're going to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and Charles Oliveira against Dustin Poirier in the lightweight division for the title. Uh, if you don't mind for the for the lightweight title, Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira. Uh, this should be a cracking card. Absolutely, like there are some good fights. Like that Sean O'Malley it's great fight, fight. should should be a decent fight. Although O'Malley has the ability to finish the fight early, but could go the distance. Kaya Francis fight should be good. Um, the Jeff Neal against Santiago. All of these fights on the main card will be Ripper. Uh, they're prelim. There's no prelim card here just yet. So I'm not sure if there is one. Um, usually there is. Uh, just maybe not announced yet. So really? this weekend, tune in Sunday. Find out what time it is on your local guides. And uh, it should be a Ripper. Bang. All right, Source, on to the NFL, and we had week 13. It started off Cowboys defeating the Saints. As you know, stop me anywhere, Source, if you want to chat about any of these. My mob, the Dolphins, 20-9 to nine over the Giants. We moved to 6-7, and seven, Source. We're almost at 500, so we're looking all right. Two is actually playing well. He's playing well. That's all I'm saying on that. He's playing all right. Uh, your mob... Your mob, <laughs> your mob shut out the Texans 31 to zip. Uh, Jonathan Taylor just ran the ball, and that's pretty much Two the way, 143 that's the way, yards. That's the way it works. He just runs it, and you can't stop him. Uh, Vikings lost to the Lions. Lions get their first win. Uh, start celebrating, Lions fans. Uh, unfortunately, the Lions, uh, <laughs> the Lions fan turns you to like Kirk Cousins. Bit of that gave a bit of his own medicine. Uh, he got touched up there. Jets got beaten by the Eagles. The Jets stink. Cardinals defeated the Bears 33 to 22. Chargers defeated the Bengals 41 to 22. Do you want to have a chat about this one, Sauce? Because you watched this and you said it was just a game of errors, but you know, uh, just bombs, a game of errors, yeah. Thrown and it was, it was a game of errors, uh, from, from both teams. Um, I mean. You know, Bengals made errors to give Chargers a handy lead at halftime. And, and then, you know, Chargers made mistakes to let the Bengals back into the game, um, you know, and then the Chargers just ran away with it uh, in the fourth quarter. But um, 
yeah, I expected a bit more uh, from the Bengals at home uh, against a you know a Chargers team that hasn't been the best in the last few weeks. Um, but ultimately, uh, they did enough, um, and you know, forty giving up forty one points. You give up forty points, you always going to struggle to win a game. You're pretty much cooked. Yeah. That's you cooked. Uh, then we had the Bucks defeating the Falcons 30-17. Rams defeated Jags 37-7. Washington defeated the Raiders 17-15. to uh, The Steelers beat the Ravens 20-19. to Saul said they were gonna, the Ravens going to smack the Steelers and Big Ben's just ripped this out of his ass. Uh, 49ers lost to the Seahawks 30-23. to Chiefs defense win the game against the Broncos 22-9. to And then in... Uh, in a blizzard yesterday, uh, the Patriots defeated the Bills 14 to 10. Literally a blizzard. Mac Jones threw the ball four times, I think, or three times. <laughs> that was it. Just in the snow. All right, on to week 14. We've got five weeks left. He looks good, Mac Jones, mate. But um, He, do- he actually does. He, he looks good, does. but... It's, it's it's a hard one to say. It's it's a definitely don't buy his cards at this moment, ladies and gents. Uh, I'll tell 100%. you that. I can tell you that with 100% confidence. But, yeah, it, Pat's on top of the AFC, are they? Uh, nine and four? Uh, yeah, probably. I think they are. I think they are. Uh, where are we? Scores, standings. Let's have a look. I'll open up this bad boy here, and I'll give you the rundown. Conference. Uh, yeah, probably. They are. Yeah, New- yeah, they are. Nine and four. Indy is second. Oh, no, sorry. Seven game what win happened streak. There? Sorry. Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee second. second. Apologies. Chiefs. And then so... Arizona on top of the NFC. Uh, Matty says, my boys were one and seven, now six and seven. Looking the goods. Don't need Russ next year. Uh, James says, Ravens were meant to win last minute like they usually do, but had a fumble for the two-pointer. Uh, Maddie said, I reckon the no-namers around him are playing better. Fair call. Uh, on to week 14 source. Steelers at Vikings. Cowboys at Washington. Jags at Titans. Seahawks at Texans. Raiders at Chiefs. Saints at Jets. Falcons at Panthers. Ravens at Browns. Giants at Chargers. Lions at Broncos. 49ers at Bengals. Bills at Bucks. Bears at Packers. And LA at Cardinals, uh, teams on a bye, uh, your mob, my mob, the Patriots, and the Eagles. So a bit of rest for Jonathan Taylor so he can come back after the bye and just rush for 200 yards and dominate because he's a machine. All right, Sauce. And that wraps up NFL for another week. It, it's Look, it's panning out to be a, a close competition. There's a few divisions you know that are still definitely up for grabs and it's going to be big big last what is there five games left four games left uh, i believe five 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 so should be interesting um five games left all right source on to hobby talk there is no lamont of the week this week tops had to cop it last week and they did um Maddie says, watch my Seattle sneak into a wild card. Two wins behind the wild card. Wouldn't surprise me. They always find a way. Always find a way. All right, so Hobby Talk brought to you by the newly acquired card ladder. Imagine everything you love about the hobby. 
in the palm of your hand. An entire store at your fingertips. Everything you need to know about cards is within your grasp. Unlock the secrets of the hobby. Plus, so much more. You don't have to imagine anymore. It's here. Card Ladder. Get the app today. Thank you very much to the team at Card Ladder. Now under the Collector's Universe branch source. Collectors, um, collectors, mate. They're dropping the universe. They're just called collectors now. That's that's oh, really? apparently yep, that's the, Apologies, the collectors. Word, the, the word on the street. Word on the street. All right. Is it confirmed? Confirmed. Confirmed. Uh, oh, I heard terrific. it on uh, oh. the crossover, the latest crossover. That that's what they I, I did li- I did called. listen to listen to that, but I missed that. I uh, definitely did, but we're gonna we will start with that. So congratulations, obviously, to uh, Josh, Christina, uh, Chris Hoge, and the whole team there at Car Ladder um, getting acquired by Collectors. So that is uh, Nat Turner, which is fantastic for them. Obviously, the hard work has paid off for them. Um, you know, not just with the wealth, but their ideas as well being now. Funded with more resources to upgrade it to yep. as as not for anything as far and wide that they foresee it becoming, uh, being able to add whatever features they like, which is great. They have got creative control still, which is uh, awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah just it from us, it's good. Congrats, man. overall, it's fantastic. Um, it's absolutely awesome. You know, if you watch this show or listen to the show, you you know how much uh, we like Card Ladder. Um, we use it all the time. I mean, I, I was using it before we got them on board and, and we give them a little promo here and, and let you know that we've got an affiliate code down below. So if you wish to sign up to the platform, feel free to head down there and sign up with that code. Yes, we do get a little kickback. That's why I said affiliate. Um, but I mean, I'm proud to say that I am an affiliate because the platform itself is, is good. Uh, I like it. Um, and I like what they're trying to build there. I did was getting a little bit uh, frustrated with, um, you know, the process of onboarding cards that, um, you know, things couldn't be done in a more timely manner, but I was also understanding with the, the limited resources that they had and that they were essentially a small business, right, yeah. Dommer? Um, yeah. And now by getting um, bought out by collectors and joining that team and, and partnering up with them, they're going to be open to more, uh, as you said, resources to, you know, my biggest thing is onboard more cards quicker. Um, you know, they've got 18 and a half thousand cards at the moment that they're tracking. You know, I want to see that number at like 60,000. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I think with the, with the, potential and the race with the, you know, with the resources that they've got, they should be able to, you know, things like when the new prism drops, they should be able to get all the rookies, the prism silver and their, you know, say their prism base and maybe some key cards out of prism should be able to be on the platform, you know, from the get go. I don't know. We're just projecting. Oh, we haven't spoken to anyone at the team there, but, What's nope, to say, Source? What's, what's to say the new release cards that come out that they straight, like the whole checklist automatically gets uploaded onto Card Ladder? 
every card's on there. And then when a sale's made for each card, then it just gets updated accordingly. So they all just they all go onto card ladder as raw cards, obviously, because nothing's graded on launch. But then as things slowly get graded and get sold, all they do is add that little tab there on the drop down, go from raw to a PSA 10 to a PSA 9, BGS 9.5. Um, we did listen to the crossover. There were some positive things there as well. A lot yep. of people, there's been a lot of negativity around this. As a lot well. of FUD. Not uh, say so they call it in the uh, the crypto space. A lot of FUD, you know, yeah. where, they, where they're trying to, people trying to just spread rumors around that may not be true or just, yeah. you know, bring up concerns that, you know, really would go against what uh, Card Ladder and, and, and the, the team down there were trying to build from the beginning, you know, and, you know, you can mention it, Dominic, you know, some people concerns about, you know, cause they're joining collectors and, yeah. and that is PSA that they wouldn't give a shit about SGC or BGS. And they've said, no, we, we're obviously still going to keep those graded cards on there and other companies as they're still important to the hobby. So, you know, they do understand that um, it's not all about PSA uh, and that, you know, there are other fragments of the hobby that need to be respected and they are going to maintain that and maintain yep. that integrity to keep respecting, um, you know, those other grading companies uh, that they have on the platform. So it's, it's good to see that that's not, um, that's the case. Um, it is also good to see that they're, you know, they're getting their re- due rewards for putting in a lot of time and effort into creating content because that's also going to be part of their gig as well, which is to continue creating um, their crossover show and continue creating their um, SEC show. And, uh, you know, it goes before that because they, they came from the origins of House of Jordans um, and, you know, put a lot of time into it. another podcast Carbol, previously. And Cardboard Chronicles as well. With and Josh Cardboard had- Chronicles, yep. All those YouTube shows as, as well that he's, he's done previously. So, the, you know, there's been a lot of effort on their part to build up to this point, to, to get to the point that a major company, one of the biggest companies in all of the hobby is interested in your product. Um, and, yeah, it, it, I think it's, you know, congratulations. And for, We said that at the start, and I think it's only – better for the platform and better for its users i don't think i don't i I don't have any concerns whatsoever i'm actually excited that they've got more resources so that they can improve the platform at you know they were improving the platform already right but obviously with more resources it allows them to do things quicker they're probably going to be able to get a, a bigger team to now verify transactions quicker so that you know more cards can get on there faster it's just, it's good all round in my opinion. So, you know, the people that was sort of, as I said, uh, spreading that FUD or, you know, having worries, I, I don't understand why. It is it is I a natural thing though, Source. It is natural. We've done it on this show, but it's, you know what I mean? It's natural for someone to question this, the, the downside or the bad aspects that potentially could happen, you know? So it's just, it's, it is human nature. And I, and I get that. Those questions need to be asked. It was good on the crossover. They got people there to ask them questions straight out, straight from their chat, and they were able to answer them for for their uh, guests in the crossover and give them uh, straight out answers, which is awesome. They're looking. They've got the shop functionality. I think uh, Josh and Chris yeah. were saying on the crossover. Yes. They've now partnered so- with about 30 different. Is it like 30 no, different? No, not, not 30, not just yet, but 
they, they want are, to get to thirty. They said, they want to they they want to get to to everything. So anyone who's yeah. who doesn't know what the shop feature is, I, I believe this is a pro feature. Um, so you have to have the pro version. Um, but essentially, what it is is any card that is on there. It says shop, and you know wherever the card is listed across the platforms that they are covering, you can go there and view that listing. Um, so the you know they're covering um, obviously eBay, my slabs. Um, I think they're working with Golden to get Golden on there. They work. They're already got PWCC, so PWCC is linked in. I believe Heritage Auctions. They're trying to get them on board as you, well. I'll um, give you a rundown. Source apologies. It was not the shop through those. It was the historical card sales across their da- database. All historical card sales for eBay, Golden Heritage, My Slabs, Beckus, Beckett. Sorry. Uh, REA, Mile High Card, I think. I, I, sorry, I, I can't read that. Legalens, PWCC, SCP. I'm going to see if I can do my little trick and go on the... Uh... So are these all the places that they get data from, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love Game, so, Julian's Auctions, Iconic. And eventually yeah, so... they're hoping to expand that to the shop feature that you can essentially like what would be brilliant. And I've talked about this on the show before, Doma, which is, you know, <clears throat> if you're not across all these auction houses, you should get an account, open up account with them. Cause you never know when a card that you want might pop up there. And if you're not across all these auction houses, like golden heritage, you know, PWCC, Leland's, you just mentioned some, um, you know, you just read off a whole bunch of them and some I didn't even know about. But what about if you could literally just go to card data and search all of those in one platform? Wouldn't you do that? Maybe. Makes sense, right? So you don't have to go to seven, eight, 10, 15 different websites. You just go to one. Go to one. And, um, click on, you know, click this on is, the link and it takes you where you want to go. Exactly. And and this is the possibilities that they're, they're opening themselves up to with having more resources, you know, bringing everything under one banner, you know, there's a search function for, for cards on other platforms. It's just amazing, you know? Uh, and, and that's just one of the features that I'm sure that's it's going to get better and better as you, this goes on. So um, yeah, it, all, it's, all, it's going to be good. It's all in all, we, we are super stoked. We're very happy for all the more and not for it. We've been fortunate enough to interview Chris and Josh uh, we'd love to get Christina on in the new year as well. It would be great to have her on. Uh, but we were meant to tee up a time and we will going to literally interview Chris and Josh. Timing fell through, then we got busy. Um, uh, we do apologize. We'll get that sorted in the new year 100%. But, yeah, congrats again. Uh, very happy for them. And Chris, obviously, if people out there are not aware, Chris was literally, uh, he's been the ride or die a uh, fan of the show. He's been there since literally day dot. He's fan, probably listener number one or number two. Um, and he's supported us and uh, given us advice along the way. And we really do appreciate that. So congrats to them. And where the, the future is bright for card ladder. Uh, we've got to have had a few comments in here. Um, Beckett does that Hartman. It's good to have Hartman in here. He's, he hasn't been in for a while. Uh, Metacrawler. He said, does all that stuff. Yeah, fair enough. I'd rather use card ladder. That's just me. Uh, let's jump over here, Sauce. We've got a few QCs to go through. Mosaic dropped. Uh, we, did we go through Mosaic last week? We did, didn't we? 
I think we did. We did. We definitely did. But this bad boy dropped, and we're going to go through this source. Right here. Your favorite product. Panini one and one. Let's have a look at this source. Oh, I've just got the zoom function. I'm just, I'm unbelievable now. I'm like a wizard with a, a MacBook. Just an absolute wizard. Uh, 2021 one and one arrives in hobby shops uh, tomorrow. It's already out and about, I'm pretty sure. This dropped December 7th. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, on average, each hobby box, two cards per box, 10 boxes per case. will deliver one auto and one base parallel or insert. The highlights of 2021 one and one basketball are many and include search for on-card rookie patch autos or the top rookies featuring different levels of memorabilia. Find veteran and legend on-card autos, including incredible timeless moments cards that feature some of the top moments in NBA history. The extremely popular and highly sought after insert of the year downtown can be featuring, uh, can be found featuring in, uh, the top NBA players in the league today. Enjoy the QC gallery. Van Vliet Source, Fox, Vince Carter. I just love this product because I, I like I like the clean look. I like the in-game shots. There we go. Um, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell downtown. James Harden. Oh, so on, on card. card. There we go. Oh, hello. That's what we're talking about. Anthony Edwards. Yep, it sure that's does, the, James. That's nice. I, that's... I reckon it does too. It's one of my one of my favorite products from last year, and I'll definitely be looking to pick up an auto or two. Uh, might try uh, sneak a Patrick Williams auto. Perfect timing coming out. Patty Williams is injured, so uh, thank you very much. I'll just head out there and, and, and buy some for sure. I'll definitely look to get an auto. Oh. And, and maybe maybe another SGA auto. I wouldn't mind getting one in there, even even though it's his uh, what, third, third year, fourth year auto. Jose Thomas. He's got one of the greatest autos. He's got a great auto. Oh, there's another one of my boys, if people don't know. Well, Frazier. There we go. What's that card on the right there with the gold? With the gold um that is a Dennis Rodman. Uh timeless moments. I think he's snatching, he's ripping down a board source. Did you say on card? Global Global's confused. Did you say on card? I said on card. Yeah, one card. This is why I we said love on one card, on one, baby. one mate. So we love one on one. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll bring this up big. Look, like the, look at ooh, that. What, that what's happened nice. there? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. You're going whoa. too much with the zoom function, mate. Come on, man. Gee, what the hell's happening? Oh, what have I done? Oh, I've, I've, you can I've click through that. them, bro. No, I've, I've cooked. I don't know what's happened. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? there? We go. As you, it's on card. As you can see, the auto goes over the top of the yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's the last card. It's a Colin Sexton uh, to twenty. Nice, Donna. I'm shit. excited. Ah, nice, yeah, it is. It is very exciting. Very, very, very exciting. Um, the other thing on the mosaic because we've seen a few things. Just to backtrack quickly. Uh, live uh, Lamello autos, which is great. Great to see. You can get his autos. They're not redemptions, mate. Uh, we've got Spectra Football up next, Source. Uh, what do we got here? Look for Celestial Meta, Neon Splatter. Just Neon Splatter, Source. 
It's going to splat itself all over the card. Uh, retro, <laughs> new inserts, retro spec, mesmerizing neon knights, and retro spectacle. Look for on-card autos in champion signatures, illustrious legends, sky-high sigs, vested veterans, autos, and retro spec. Here we go. Oh, fuck, that's actually nice. I actually don't mind that. Josh Allen. Brett Favre. Frank Gore. Gronk is there. Retro Spectacle. Not a bad looking card. Sunday Spectacle of CD Lamb. My boy. There's Mac Jones Sauce. Justin Herbert. Max Impact. Building Blocks. I like Spectra. It's a decent looking uh, product. Yeah. Uh, Big G loves Spectra too. One of his underrated products that I've uh, heard him speaking about. G unit, big G unit, uh, down there at Cherry. Which shout out, they've uh, just opened. It's close to opening a close store in Hobart. Hobart, and word on the street is yes. word on the street. If you've been following the uh, yeah, the oh, there's, there's the, little the comments is yes, source. store coming to Sydney very soon, very mm. soon. So look out, Sydney ciders, Cherry collectibles coming to you uh probably somewhere within the next six months i would say no i'm Um, I'm gonna say 12 months 12 months there you go yeah so 12 months 12 to 18 months (laughs) global i just splattered all over the toilet wow wow (laughs) wow this has gone left wow um there's one thing i wanted to I put on the agenda source. Um, nothing. I didn't really run that. Well, I didn't run this by you. It's just something I saw uh, during the week. Well, not really this thing. This one I'm just going to bring up. Bit of immaculate. Look at this throughout the week. Thanks again to uh, Frank at Find Your Trove. Um, here we go. Bit of a little preview here. Bit of Lamello. Anthony Edwards. Jar, that's nice. That's nice sauce. Too bad, eight Disney's on there. Yeah, unfortunate. Uh, the thing I wanted, unfortunate that you know there's no license on LeBron around, so it'd be elite to have LeBron on that card. Be brilliant, hundred percent. Now, wax is all over it again, man. Did, did well, you come across this? You did come across this. I just wanted to just bring it up again. Uh, and uh, we're going to just reiterate the fact that there should be a catalog of all the patch autos from high-end products or any product that can be accessed by grading companies and by consumers so they can uh, match up their card with their number so then they know that it is legit when they're buying it off eBay or anywhere else that this type of shit has not happened. Um, I don't know if people can see that properly. If it wants to oh, zoom in, there we go. So pulled with a single color patch over here, the first one. This is KD Rookie Auto. Uh, swapped out for a three color. Patch appears to have been altered a second time to add a new single color patch. 
and then a new fake patch is being graded by BGS. So just put it out there again. It's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but we are also thankful at the same time that someone like Wax Museum Podcast is going out there and doing all this research. But he should just be able to go along his merry way source and enjoy collecting in the hobby, and he shouldn't have to do this type of shit because yeah. it should and be at, done. And for at the us. same time, I'm worried that how many uh, that people aren't following that have probably you know been swapped. Let's oh, be honest. I, I, like he only uh, follows a certain certain cards and and yeah, and yeah. It's a mani- he's got a manifesto of cards that he follows. Yes, yeah. right. I, I completely um, agree. But there's probably some out there that have, that have been uh, slipped through and 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 things. So a lot of them are here. Source. He's got Anthony Davis Immaculate RPA to 99, which is the one we brought up on this show previously. Yeah. He's got yeah. Anthony Davis RPA to one. 199. He's then got a Giannis Immaculate RPA to 99. Giannis uh, NT RPA to 99. John Moran NT RPA to 99. James Harden RPA to 99. Kawhi Leonard Immaculate RPA to 99. That's another one that he's spoken about as well. Uh, that's just in his tracker, it says here. As He's probably got more because it's obviously cut off here. And the bar's up top. So he's yeah. definitely got other cards tracked. But that's what Source is saying. Unfortunately, but he can't. Once cover again, it all. Donna, he should be able to just go about his hobby business and enjoy the hobby, not have to be exactly the, you know the, the gatekeeper of RPAs and making sure that you know <laughs> patches aren't getting swapped out and shit. Like this is a joke. Like I'll, I'll just go off on a rant again. Of RPAs, I like that. Oh, mate, you know. I think Wax is going to like that one too. You know. Thank, thank you. Thank you for. What he does, like obviously we're 100%, all appreciating no, 100%. everything he does. I'm, I'm not super saying appreciating it's what not, he does. but it's 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 rubbish. It's rubbish because you pay so much for these high end products, and the fact that these you know companies Panini now now still till this day still now are still not working with the grading companies and giving them a manifesto or you know a PDF that has imaging of all of the you know the patches that were put in and you know the signatures and what they look like you know. You know, at, before they're going into the boxes, you know, for people to rip out out of the packs, it's just unfathomable. Like I, I just I cannot, you know, understand why it is not happening. I don't understand. There's so much money involved in this, and you know, this is what you get. Um, it's just ridiculous. You know, it's just ridiculous. And then you, and then you know. I'll put it onto some of these other big companies that are coming into it and trying to, you know, play off that uh, cards and whatever, another asset class, right? You know, investment, right? Well, if it's true investment, we need our investments to be protected. And, you know, the the companies in Panini are not, well, the company in Panini itself are not doing enough to protect that. Now, I put it onto some of these other companies out there that are, you know, in the States, to you know, put the pressure on Panini to do to for this stuff because there'd be nothing worse than to find out in ten years from now you've just bought a jar RPA and it's been swapped out, right? And no one at the time was following it. Oh, I mean, Source, except, like, except for except, ex- got... except for Wax Museum here. Except, yeah, but you know, you go to buy like a baseball or a signed baseball, or even here like a signed Sharon footy. Uh, uh, 
signed Melbourne jersey, for example, as long as it's not coming from Ricky Nixon. But you go to a you go to an auction house, yeah. And when you go to an auction house, what do you want to be given guarantee of when you go to buy the products? That it's all legit. The certificate of authenticity is not the back of a card saying this is a worn piece of memorabilia from this or this is the jersey that Ja Morant wore in the toilet on picture day because it's not game worn anymore that we put into a card. You know, we don't what it should be, the certificate of authenticity is it has whatever it says on the back of its card, and then Panini publishes alongside the checklist a PDF document with the images of all the patch autos that you have. And autos in the product. That's and then you just it doesn't have to go in the product. It's an online tool. People go there, they download it, they go through it, bang. That's yep. it. And we've spoken about this before. We we we're beating on a uh, dead drum here. Let's be honest, Doma, because we've spoken about this before, and we've had people here in the comments say that you know they they work at a factory and they've got a conveyor belt, and on this conveyor belt, you know these things come through, and they've got like this imaging thing that it stops and takes an image of everything that's on the conveyor belt. Like, and if this is just like you know a factory that's doing that, why can't Panini do that? You know, you put put the cards across the conveyor belt, and it'll be all automated, and you pick them up at the other end. And it takes all the imaging automatically, and then you know, then you organize that all into a catalog. It's 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 really really bizarre, Doma. It's really bizarre. Um, Hartman says took a year for Panini to release a print run on their wild card autos, and then he followed up and said, "How do you explain to someone that it's a numbered card that's not physically numbered?" Yeah, well, the fact that it took them a year to release the print run that just goes to show that's Panini for you, and that's and then Dom and then they I could bring it on to another you know topic about Panini that I had a discussion in a DM group chat today, and I told you about which was you know about the NFT platform and Panini NFT uh, you know sports cards um, and the future of that and and why I'm not wasting my money in buying any of it because I, I just like. You know, they're so slow at doing stuff, Panini. Like, how long are we going to be waiting until they give us usability or true usability or build something else on top of it rather than just a, you know, a graphic image that's essentially a JPEG, right? That what what else what else have you got? So I, I just I just can't fathom it. Like um, so they're just so slow at doing stuff. Like, you know, wouldn't you think you'd be focusing on getting your card cards right, which has been like, you know, the the meat and bones of your business but at this point here we're not going to get it Dom. I like I, I can tell you right now this this might it. be something right. if we're not getting might it, be some, yeah. I was about to say this might be something that you know in the next you know few years we make enough noise and, and stuff and people around the hobby think that this is obviously a great idea because it is let's be honest everyone in the hobby would want this Josh Josh if you're listening to this Josh Luger yeah. if you're listening to this you're probably not going to listen to this but, but we'll clip it and we'll tag you so you do listen yeah. to it. Yeah. Right? Josh, if you're listening to this. This is a great idea. It has to be done. Straight out. Has to be done. I don't know how you do it, how you want to do it. Uh, I don't know if your cards are going to have serial numbered stuff so you can log it in on, on a portal online and it automatically pitches your card. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know what's going to be done, how it's going to be done, but it needs to be done. That's it. Bottom line. Because this shit's unacceptable. The, 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 the fact yeah. that they they you know technology out there you know you 
what do we what do we got here in Melbourne? You got to freaking you, you you can't you can't even fart. If you want to fart, you got to scan in somewhere before you fart, right? So why can't we put a little QR code on the back of the card? You scan the QR code on the back of the card on the back of the NTRPA that's down the bottom somewhere. That QR code opens to a website that has that exact card. You know RPA uh, freaking. Patrick Williams, RPA, 77 of 99, and it has that card image. Bang, there it is, right? Like, uh, like you know, there's so much scope to, with technology to, to, you know, be able to improve this. Like, I don't understand but, why nothing's being done. I don't, but, you know, where are we at? Where are so we so at? The, it's, like, it's full, it, does, it does a full circle, but, yeah, like, it's all full circle back to exactly what you said. We want to be this high-end alternate investments, and we've got cards selling for one and a half million US, four million US for a Patrick Mahomes patch auto. You know, we like there's serious money in this, and how, how do you know? How do you know? Like that patch in the Mahomes is legit. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. I agree. I agree, and I agree with James. We're almost in 2022. Let's sort this shit out. 100%. It's not going to get sorted out. So that's why we're preaching to Josh Luber. That literally. Yeah. 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 It's, it's seriously, I mean, it's, you know, and, and people want to say that, oh, it would be bad fanatics getting it, you know, and the, the dejectors went the, and the far dog in once again, when, when it first came out, the news, you know, people not happy about it. Like, show me what the hell Panini is doing right now that's making you happy about it. Right, there's, there's so many issues that it's just they just go on and on and on. And instead of fixing the issues in cards, they're now doing NFTs. Like, source, and then they source. can't even get that right. Like, it's just so I know source. I know the fud. Everyone gets pissed off when companies are getting bought out, like Card Ladder and um, Amazon's investing in dibs. I don't know if you saw that. They're investing in dibs, and you got freaking uh, fanatics getting into the card thing and buying licenses and. People want this hobby to grow, and then, unfortunately, I said a hundred times, business one hundred and one is you need money to grow. As simple as that. You should be actually proud of the fact that your ambassadors, or you're a content creator, or you're just a collector, or someone that you know was in a hobby. And we've all spoken about this. We spoke about this in length in Clubhouse when everyone was on Clubhouse. You know, this was a hobby where everyone used to give shit to people. Oh, look at this nerd. He collects cards. Oh, you know, why would you collect a piece of cardboard, blah, blah, blah. And it's become the coolest thing ever. And now all these things are happening for the the good of the hobby, to promote it globally, to try and get more and more old collectors in, their kids in, young kids, all these people in, and we're still not happy. We're still not happy. Let's just keep it the way it was. Which uh, I'll be honest with you, the way it was was a piece of shit. Let's keep it the way it is, yeah. Now, source where we've got to have wax museum podcasts having to go find all the fake patches himself. Do you want to keep it that way? So the bloke you're, can't. You're go- on the money there, global. Yeah. You, the scammers will always find a way, the mofos, and and they will, right? And but this is where I'm saying, like you know, these companies should be doing more, especially with stuff like that. And now, am I am I turning around and saying like you know uh, they they. You know what? I am turning around. On every damn product that has patch autos, they should be cataloging it. Every damn product. I'm not I'm not giving them a pass and saying they have 50 products and they're only going to do it in their top 15 products. No, every damn product. 
Like, it's not good enough. Like, I'm straight it's out, I'll say that. It's, it's not good enough. Because that's the hit. A patch auto is the hit, whether it be an RPA or just a, a normal patch auto. It's a hit. Even if it's a patch, that's your hit most of the time. That's your hit. Like, uh, anyway, that hopefully it gets itself sorted, but I can't see it happening. Moving on, uh, there's no more negativity. So this is more just uh, let's just have a laugh. Um, Saucy found a Facebook thread. Like, you don't bring it up, Source, because it's got people's actual names on there. So you're yeah, probably yeah, just going to have to read the up, comments. But you I'll just read it. the post and uh, then some of the comments. But Yeah, Facebook thread like- NBA card market Australia page is, uh, you know, get your popcorn the big, ready. The biggest page it's um on yeah. Facebook probably for for cards, uh, you know, NBA cards here in Australia. Um, and someone put a post that says, "Will grading prices ever become reasonable?" Um, and there's just you know you go through here and you, and you read some comments. Um, and you know one one person's comment was, "I think PSA needs to reverse their pricing. Anything under a hundred in value, you pay more for. Anything over, you pay less. Hopefully, it results in more meaningful cards getting graded and less backlog." Well, he's definitely <laughs> just thinking about his investments. That guy. That guy's um, an because- idiot. Let's let's charge let's charge you hundred and fifty to put a Lamelo base hoops card in. So when you get the card back and it's a PSA ten and it's worth thirty dollars and you just lost all your money. So <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, yeah, it comes back. The, it's worth a hundred bucks. And who you're out is of he to say? Bucks. Who is he to say that I don't want to? Ju- I don't want to grade. You know what I mean? Like, who is he to say? Like, let's be honest, right? Who is he to say? If I want to grade this Emmanuel quickly NBA hoops insert, right? And it's just a base one. If I want to grade that, who is he to say that it should cost more money just because it's a shitter insert or it's a NBA hoops insert, right? And not a insert out of freaking, you know, out of a premium product, a Spectra insert or something like that, right? Who are you to say that I can't grade that? Like, it's just baffling, right? As, and as I've always remained, and I will remain the same, that these companies need to find the way to scale to, to meet the demand. I don't give a shit, right? And they need to bring figure out their pricing. So that was just one. It was pretty funny, right? Um, and I'll go down. I'll try to find a, a, another few comments. Um, if, you know, we had uh, people in here uh, showing new grading companies. I did I did post our link to the HGA uh, group sub at the end. I'm not going to lie, uh, but you know, FCG is one that's come up. So uh, if you, if you don't know, there is a, a FCG uh, group sub as well. If you want to join that, um, if you're interested in that company, as, as we said, we do run a HGA one, but we're not going to turn around and talk shit about FCG. They actually look in all reports and what I've looked into the company, as I said, Dom, I'm always willing to look into something and not just disregard it because I'm just a, you know, I suck, suck off PSA or suck off PGS or, oh, you know, I, I just, well, let's be honest, Dom. I always said, I always look at all grading companies uh, because I'm, I'm not a fanboy of anyone and I do buy all grading companies. I've got CSG slabs. I've got SGC slabs. I've got BGS, I've got yeah, PSA. CGC, so it's all the PSA, same because um, I respect SGC. the grading. I, I respect the grade on top, but FCG seem like they're doing good things. So check them out. Uh, here's a good one. All right. So this got a lot of, uh, Likes, love, comments. Uh, it goes, grading companies that charge for their services depending on card value is wrong. The cards supposedly go through the same process. So what is it to term to them what the value is? I've always said it will 
be their own doing and stick to that. Uh, I, for one, haven't said in anything for a long time. I don't think I ever will. I know there are many people who think the same way. Really sad, to be honest. Companies get greedy when they see a bit of success and then fall on their own sword. Um, there were some inter- interesting responses to this because, um, you know, there was people in here explaining why, you know, PSA has their model in a sense, and it's got a lot to do with their guarantee. Um, and also that puts an insurance on your card, um, whether, you know, r- rightfully so, whether you want to think that or not, I think it's a bit of a stiff guarantee when, you know, just cause you're grading a Fleer Michael Jordan, they want to charge you $1,500 compared to what potentially could be a hundred dollars. Um, pretty, pretty blasphemy if you ask me, but you know, I, I, you know, maybe that number goes up a little bit, but 1500 sounds a bit absorbent. Uh, so yeah, look, I'm not really sure, but it, it was, there were some interesting responses to that. Uh, feel free to, to go through. And if you want to know this thread or, or want to read it more than welcome to shoot me a DM and I'll, I'll send it over to you. If you're an NBA car market Australia, you'll be uh, more than welcome to have a read. <laughs> Hartman sports card said about uh base cards. He goes, it's like a 500 pound person holding up the line at a buffet. Just keeps putting in more and more base cards. Uh, Global said he got banned from that page when he first got back into the hobby for calling out an admin because he called him a scammer, and that's why he created his group. Head on over to Global's group, by the way. It is a ripping group. Uh, James Mann said to Source about TSA, might as well do the more Source while you're at it. Nah, mouth's not big enough, mate. <laughs> oh. Oh shit's gone left, mate. It's getting it's uh, it's after nine o'clock, mate. I'm we're, we're, on the verge of being, we're on the verge of getting cancelled anyway. So that's yeah. all right, mate. Um Hartman says he gets people have a PC, but damn, nine hundred trouts from last year's Bowman Chrome set. Yeah, it's true. Uh Global said also got banned from the scammers page because it called the admin men out on their bullshit as well. Yeah, it happens. The admin's just like that's you know. Uh, a lot of people on these pay on that have these groups and that they get a bit of a power trip, you know. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, they seriously get a power trip on on running their groups. Um, but you yeah. know, it is what it is. They they started it, so you know, it, it, unfortunately, you you just gotta live with it. Well, the interesting source, uh, interesting source, the interesting thing source is, uh, as the title of the show says, PSA has opened up a uh, nice uh, a discounted sub point. For some people, they promised that it was going to happen. Uh, they obviously want to work their way back to ten bucks. But what is it now? Ninety nine dollars. Source, is that the the fee? Ninety five dollars, man. Ninety five dollars. Um. So, yeah, ninety five dollars, and I think it's only selected group subbers, and I think they're capped at three hundred cards per sub that group okay. subber. So, you know, they are, yeah, it is open, um, but it's still limited. Uh, But, uh, you know, they did say they would have an announcement two weeks. It was pretty much two weeks and one day that they made the announcement after we seen that little comment uh, from that uh, on Instagram. Uh, It was just after. But, you know, they did come out and say something. So who who gets the allocations? Who knows? Whoever whoever provides the most cards and business as a group subber to to PSA, that's who gets the allocations. 
So, in all honesty, the reward loyalty, yeah? So, you would have thought here in Australia, Lane would would have been opened up again now for for that um, for that tier of cards, which is awesome for him. I'm very, very happy for him that that's going to happen. Uh, by the way, that pod with Lane uh, on the Magnificent Seven will air this weekend. Um, had a great chat with him. So, yeah, he's been ripping all sorts of stuff, all sorts of stuff, buying a whole bunch of stuff as well, which is uh, great to get a bit of an insight. Now, last thing, Sauce, uh, you sent me this slab stocks, uh, a warped HGA slab or something, and you said you wanted to just clear up yeah, some so, stuff on this. Yeah, so, um, I mean, this is where it comes down to, like, you know, people – and I'm I'm not I'm not having a crack at anyone that that you know doesn't want to go out of the realms of other grading companies or the main grading companies in in PSA and BGS, and they don't go out you know often venture into other grading companies such as HGA or whether it be SGC or um, uh, maybe not SGC they've been around for a while but you know CSG or uh, FGC whatever it may be FCG whatever the hell other ones there there are out there but. Um, you know, when you don't look into these companies, you, you don't really know the history. And, um, you know, Slab Stocks put this video out, a little reel saying, you know, oh, you know, this is, you know, my Slab Stock, my HGA card is, you know, it's it's warping like, you know, and it's obviously not sitting flush on the table. We've done a little video. Um, and which, it sh- you know, that shouldn't happen, right? But HGA being a new company, they had, you know, teething issues with their, their slabs. Uh, they, you know, found out that... Um, they had different molds. Each batch, there was if you didn't put the same front and back from the same batch of molds that when it when it came from uh, the factory, if you didn't put those two together and you put like one from say batch one and one from batch two, a front and back, it actually over time the card itself uh, would warp a little bit and become uneven on a on a flat surface so if you go check out slab socks video you know what i'm talking about but um you know that was an issue that they had earlier on uh they fixed the issue uh the issue was fixed by them realizing that they need to make sure it's front and back of the same batch um and it can't be a a different batch because you know it can slightly be slightly different sort of half a mil and that's all it needs that over time you'll get that um, sort of warp. It doesn't happen right at the beginning, but over time it does. Um, and, you know, it's just, you know, things like that. Like, you know, Slab Socks is a big account and he puts that out out about HGA and obviously HGA rightfully so get absolutely slammed in the comments. And, you know, 90% of the people in the comments there, maybe 95% of the people don't even know the history of, of what's happened or why it's happened. Uh, they just bag the shit out of HGA. Fair enough. It happens to every company at any way whenever, you know, something comes out like this or, or whatever it may be, you except, know, whether it be. one. No, nah, they still cop it. They still cop it. Um, They still cop it, you know, when they put pay- labels upside down and, and shit like that. Yeah, but it blows cards over up, in like two seconds. There's cards excuse, upside down. Oh, yeah, you know, there's an accident. Oh, yeah, it's an accident. The new ones, they do that. And it's like, oh, let's just flame them till they're most, out of business. Mo- most, most of the time it's... Oh, it's all right. You know, they're grading so many cards. A few can slip through, but, you know, with the other grading companies, it, it, it can't. Yeah, it's um, like let's they're grading less cards. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, th- I just want to bring that to people's attention. Not that, not that I'm 
you know, sticking up the H for HGA in, in a way, but, you know, just let people know that that's the case. And that's because I've followed the company since, you know, it's, it's infancy. Um, and, you know, we've interviewed Tyler on the show. So, you know, we know a bit more about the company and, and what's happened and transpired. And I've always kept up to date with, you know, his updates and his transparency reports is what I like to call them because no other company or grading company is doing these weekly reports letting people know what's going on in the inner realms of the company i mean they just shut everyone out and no one knows shit so um it's yeah i i just want to let people know because i I feel like sometimes that you know these minor grading companies get uh under you know get hard done by um and you know fcg being another one if you caught it a post by uh our least favorite account on instagram uh uh porn card um and they, they, you know, try to sort of tried to flame one on uh, FCG, yeah. and you know, it, it just becomes a whole thing of like, it, there's so much people shitting on uh, these newer grading companies that are, you know, trying to have a crack um, at the end of the day, and and some of them do have good business practices. Like you, you, you want to go have a look into actually see what FCG is doing, you know, and uh, just have a look. Um, but in saying that, if, if PSA, I'm not going to sit, sit here and go, um, and, and say that they're going to take over the big boys. They're not, but if PSA get their shit in order and eventually, you know, eventually get it to the point that maybe in 12 months from now, maybe six to 12 months from now that they have a $25 card option or a $30 card option. And that ends up being a four to six month turnaround. Um, yeah, these other companies are going to be in some major strife because I just don't see if they meet those turnarounds and can meet like keep up with the demand. Um, I, I don't see how some of these they can companies be stopped. I don't know how they're going to be stopped. Are still here, so yeah. it's in saying that it's it's sort of it's a tough one, but they got to keep pushing through. They're going to find ways to to market themselves and, and get better. But I yeah. just. Yeah. I, I just want to let people know, like, some of this stuff because, I, you know, the 90% of people wouldn't know shit. They just go in there, bag the fuck out of HGA, and, you know, that's it. Go on with F- their day. FCG, HGA, everyone them. else. There's a and, of them. But, uh, no, the boys from Slab, slab Stocks are good. I'm not bagging them. Yeah, yeah, it's no, also just saying that – it's just saying when you've got a big, big brand like Slab Stocks, a big account, and you put it out there, it becomes open slather for people to go in the comments and just like diminish a company and just oh, put them out to to dry, mate. Really, you just hang them out to dry, and they just get roasted, absolutely roasted. And no one, like I'm telling you, Saucy and I went in there and said, oh, "Have you done your research?" And be like, "Who the fuck you? What do you know? Blah, blah, blah. This is the company, you know. Can't you see?" You just get flamed. Yeah, you get yeah. flamed. It's just whatever. Like social media. I don't. I don't toxic. go in the comments it's and so try toxic. to defend the company. So toxic, I don't go. In, yeah. yeah, that's right. It ends up best being a toxic, uh, you know, slugfest. And and I don't want to go in there and defend the company. At the end of the day, I'm not their PR person, right? Um, so exactly. if they really did want. If they did want to get on the front foot, they should be doing that themselves. Um, yeah. So that that's the way I look at it. Um, but yeah, it's just unfortunate that that's the way the hobby goes. Global also said he asked Lane about the sub. Hasn't heard anything yet. Hopefully he gets it. I, I really do hope he gets it. PSA will now and forever be number one there, creating a monopoly along with Fanatics. It's very true. Uh, all right, Sauce. Last thing before we get into a smoky, if you have one. Do you have a Sauce of Smoky this week? 
No. Um, yes. No, maybe. So. No, Smokey. That's okay. Last thing yeah. is, uh, I think we'll end it on a very good note. Um, and that was this week, uh, yesterday, yesterday, day before, to be 100% sure, uh, Tyson Beck dropped the Stephen Curry uh, collaboration. 600 cards is all there was. Um, 800 cards. 800 cards. 60,000 people tried to get in. It crashed the site. All cards did sell out. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, bots did get in and went rampant on the site and chewed up a whole bunch of Bots don't stock. exist, Doma. That's what people well, now they, were telling well, me when I tried to tell them. Yeah, it's okay. Bots don't well, exist. They, yeah, they do exist, and I'm glad. No, they uh, don't. Like, that's 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 what the people yeah. on Facebook when I tried to tell them that there's bots, you know, taking out this EV game stock and and Zing yeah. stock and you know these other sites here in Australia. I tried to tell them there's bots, you know, doing this. Yeah, they said no. No, where is it? Yeah, show me. There's no yeah. bots. Yeah, because right. you can see the bot when you're in the fucking checkout. These people, uh, but. Tyson was uh, very apologetic and not for anything. It's not his fault. He can't do anything about that. He doesn't know who the people are that are logging into his site to buy the product. But the 60,000 people, albeit source, that I understand bots took what they took, but 60,000 people for 800 cards, that in itself is is an achievement. Uh, I know the website crashed and... Tyson, if you listen to this, I know it's like you may look at it as if to say, shit, my site crashed, but I look at it as someone that's been following you now for for a while and saucy as well. And we actually said to each other, like, I know it's a bad thing that the site crashed and people weren't able, but it's also freaking amazing the fact that 60,000 people were queuing up for the drop to get their hands on this, on this collab. So congrats to him. Uh, he was, as you know, Tyson is very straightforward uh, and transparent, and he doesn't like to let his fans be disappointed. Uh, he felt bad, as we said. It's not his fault what happened, but uh, he is going to be releasing a special drop for people. Uh, he gave the choice out of Brandon Ingram and someone else, Source. Who was the other player? Oh, God, I think like, everyone voted Brandon Ingram. Yeah, be- Brandon Brandon Ingram, so so a collab with him. Kobe the, White the, might have been Kobe White. No, Kobe White. It was Kobe White. That's it, Kobe White. So the other thing that it got my brain ticking to us, because we still need to inter, uh, interview him for uh, Magnificent Seven, is the fact that he can just go up to uh, Brandon Ingram or Kobe White and just do a collab with him as, as a bit of like a replacement product. Just, you know, there's a few questions I'm going to write down there. Like, if you can go to Brandon Ingram and Kobe White, Tyson, um, who else is in the pool of players you can go and, <laughs> and visit to get some autographs of them? <laughs> Drop one of those bad boys. And he'll just say, Dom, not telling you. <laughs> you can guess, I'm not telling you. <laughs> nah, you won't tell us. But it, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. You know, credit to him. Um, yeah, absolute credit to him. And, you know, anyone who missed that, feel free to uh, – jump on tops project 70 and he's got a latest card here and Mike Trout uh, tops yeah. project 70 on the uh, baseball. Just waiting a moment, bloody freaking checking my browser. There it is there. Uh, it's pretty cool. 
So you can go pick up one of them. And I'm not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen, if you watch this and you can afford to go here and go bang five, you will not lose money. Uh, I've done this with a whole bunch of other Tyson Beck Project 70 cards. Um, you know, Mookie bets in the past. I think it was also another one. And I've ended up, you know, selling them here on eBay in Australia for profit. So uh, a little sneaky play. That could also be my smoky. So uh, a little side smoky, if you if you don't mind as well, while we're on the topic of uh, Tyson Beck, because I've seen he has a new Project 70 card. So uh, check it out. Funnily enough, uh, yes, he's made big time, makes me proud, says Global. He wanted to come to the card catch-up, but he's out of town because of Christmas. That would have been unfortunate. I was actually meant to catch up with him in South Australia this year, which obviously fell through because of COVID. But uh, Tyson was going to – we were going to catch up for lunch or a dinner, and it was actually going to be really good. It was unfortunate. But uh, take a rain check there with Tyson, and likewise, if he comes into Melbourne. Matty said he's been asking the public – on Facebook, who outside the NBA we want. Now, I'll give him the list of people, mate. I'll give him the list. I'll give him the list. Don't you worry. Mike Tyson being one of them, all right, because he's done Ali. He's getting a Mike Tyson collab, and I'll tell you what, Mike Tyson, I reckon, will do it. Yeah, yep. Mike that'll Tyson be, That'll collab. be a ripper. Tiger Woods. Th- start thinking of some goats outside the NBA. This is the big one. All right, that I'm going to tell him when we catch up with him, Source, Wayne Gretzky. Try and get Wayne Gretzky to do a collab with. Just a bit outside the box. He said he's got a goats drop coming in January. How good would it be if he's got goats? He's got Tiger Woods. He's got like a Mike Tyson. He's got uh, Wayne Gretzky. Just imagine he rocks out a Jordan as like the icing on the cake. Joey Chestnut says Matty Campbell. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Magnus Carlson. Uh, yeah, you know, the, well, is that, you, you should put Stephen Bradbury. <laughs> Stephen Bradbury. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah, American people, you're not going to know who the hell that is, but Google him, Stephen Bradbury Rick win Flair. on YouTube. Rick Flair will be best. sick. The Rock, Stone Cold. This so The world is his oyster at the moment. The world is his oyster. Uh, we're Unreal. super... And just, we are super proud of him, and um, we do wish him all the best. Global says James Heard. Source will love that. Source would love that. James Heard. He'd be all over it as an Essendon supporter. He'd love that. Anyway, beauty. All right, Source. Done and dusted. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Once again, everyone that's going to listen back, watch back, we do appreciate your support. All the info in our description. We've got a Discord. We've got YouTube, but our Insta, please join share, the groups. keep promoting. That's it, please. And join uh, the discussion. People. Join the groups and join That's the discussion. It. That's what and we if want. You wa- um, if you sure. want to be in group chats, card group chats, whatever, DM, source, or myself, and we'll be happy to add you to some group chats and you'll meet some uh, nice people in there that are like-minded on the hobby. On that note, keep living, loving, and breathing sport. It's double coverage. I'm Dom with a great man source, and peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double coverage.